Basic Plus Plus podcast. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, you got with you today, you got me, I'm Dan, George, Lisa, Joe, and Devin. And today we have one special guest. It's a Monica Marcia from Station Theater. Um, one of our mentors when we were going through Station, Monica taught us level four. And we are extremely uh, glad to have her with us today to keep us all on track. Uh, (laughs) We're going to do this thing called the 3,000 questions game. Uh, Basically, this is a book right here that's a bunch of writer's prompts. And we're going to pull just a question out of it. And we're going to do kind of a living room thing on that, uh, get some ideas. And then we're going to make a few scenes off of that. (laughs) Nope, that's not going to be it. This one actually says, what makes you keep your distance from something or someone or something. We're not going to answer that one. That is way too topical. Uh, another one here. If you wanted to live off the radar, where would you live? Nope, 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 nope. Here's a good one. If you can, stop planning. This is a pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good one. Uh, if, if you could read one person's mind, who would it be? Not because I want to know, but I'm just, it's like a train wreck that you can't look away. Donald Trump. I would just want to know, like, what is going on in that thing? Like, what's up? I wonder if it might be like, (laughs) (laughs) Or like static on a TV. (laughs) I'll be honest. I, for a long time, thought that, like, if I got a superpower, that's the power I would want to be able to read minds. Uh-huh. Um, because I'm really insecure and I always want to know what people think uh-huh. about me. I'm very egocentric that way. <laughs> uh, but uh, to be honest, I really, I would rather just make assumptions. And <laughs> uh, because it, I just, I don't want to know, you know, not knowing is kind of a little bit safer uh, than knowing. Than I don't know. The thoughts. And I don't oh. want anyone to hear my thoughts. Yeah, please. And like that's karma. If you're like listening in on someone else's thoughts, like you should, someone should hear yours. And and no, please no. (laughs) Just think how much further we'd be as a species if we could hear each other's thoughts. Like we'd actually Uh, know what people actually are, what what they actually like. There'd be no more poker games. (laughs) Poker's gone. Yeah, that wouldn't. That wouldn't make politicians are gone too. Really. Yeah. Sure. I wonder if it would be useful if you could read like your dog's mind. (gasps) Oh my God. I so take that over Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, because then, you know, you you wouldn't have to be like, I wonder if I need to take him for a walk. I don't think it's just like wolf, right? The dog. (laughs) (laughs) If if Melly could talk, she'd be like, "Give me a martini and a cigarette. I have so much to tell you." Like she would just spill the beans on me. So I think think in a relationship, it gets it'll the issue will be when it comes to sex, and you start to (laughs) fantasize about that other somebody. And that other, while you hear that in your head, and you're like, wait a minute, I, I didn't know you still felt that way about Tony, and I can't believe you're thinking about him right now on our anniversary. Hey, George. Yeah, Dan, what's up? My dog told me, my dog told me that the, uh, the MacBook 5 is better than the MacBook 4. 
Dan, um, you and I have been brothers for our whole lives, right? <laughs> All of our lives. All, All of our lives. lives. Listen, listen, life. man, I, I got to be honest with you. As your brother, your dog's a fucking liar. <laughs> okay? Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Sorry, I'm sorry. I, I, it shouldn't come from me because a dog trusts me more than they trust you. And that, that's, that's messed up. And I've been meaning to talk to you about it. I'm glad you brought it up. This is important for us as brothers to hash this out because your dog is a freaking liar. He's lying to you. Hey, Dan. Sweetie, can I, can I talk to you yeah. in the living room for a second? Uh, uh, okay, George, I'm going to go... Uh, I'll be right back. Right. Yes. I'm, I'll be here. Hi, I'll be hi. talking to the dog. I'm going to talk to um, the dog. Okay. So I just um, got off the phone with Fifi. And um, do you know what he told me? What did he tell you? He told me that you two went out to the bar last night. <laughs> and oh, shit. we're hitting on some bitches. Oh, man. So um, what's up with that? Hmm? I thought you were working late. Uh, I was totally working late. Hey, listen, you know that Fifi lies, right? That's not a thing I know. Listen, I, you know what? I didn't know it either, but George just told me that Fifi lies because, <laughs> because Fifi told me that the MacBook 5 is better than the 4, and, and come on. Everybody knows the 4 is better than the 5. So, you know, um, I didn't go to the bar last night. Not at all. Oh, Yeah. Do I need to read your mind? <laughs> Listen, you I know I can control said, it, and I choose not to. I thought we said that just because we can both read the dog's mind and hear what the dog is saying, and we're basically clairvoyant people, that we would never use this on each other. It's part mm -hmm. of our trust. Right, but you're acting like a dog, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Honey, um, I, listen, I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't know how to deal with this right now. I gotta go. I'm going to ask George. What? You're just going to leave? Yeah. Hold on. I gotta go. I gotta go ask George. George. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just FaceTiming with Fifi. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll oh, talk sorry. to you later. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Listen, Monica knows we were at the bar with Fifi last night. You know, that's the problem. I mean, Fifi spilled the beans on the both of us and Fifi, you know? There were a lot of there were a lot of sweet bitches at that bar. I'm and, starting to uh, think you're right. This complicates it's so complicated, man. I'm telling you what, this mind reading stuff is it's almost like you got what I'm you got what I'm thinking? I absolutely we can't trust the dog. Yeah. You cannot or, trust this dog. And, and we can't trust each other. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on. Focus. Wait a minute. Oh, my powers are me failing you. me. We're my brothers. powers are failing me. Oh, no. You can't trust. What? We cut to Dan at the doctor. So uh, you're saying you've lost your powers. I'm telling you, Doc. Like the other day, I was talking to George, and he was trying to telepath me something. He was just, and it just wasn't happening. And I think you need to see a different doctor. No, no, we can talk to the dog and each oh, other. Oh, boy. This is sad. This is a real sad case here. 
It is um, sad. It look, is totally sad. Look, um, I'm just, I'm, this is my first year working <laughs> as a, a physician, okay? You're feeling uh, insecure. A little bit. Yeah, I am. I, I, I just, I, people have been coming in all day with these made up diseases, gonorrhea, what's that? You know, I, I just, I feel like someone's messing with me, trying to prove that I'm not a good doctor, but I am. Uh, and I just, I gotta, I, I don't know what to do with you. Okay. That's all I'm saying is like, clearly you're lying. Everyone's lying to me. And did Dr. Kevin put you up to this? I can feel your pain. Don't touch me. <laughs> Cut to Dr. Monica's next patient. Okay, so. You liar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's really unprofessional. Please. Please. I'm going to assume. I'm listening to me. I'm assuming good intentions. But the second you start lying, you're out of here. <laughs> well, I'm desperate because I'm so sick, not lying. I have proof. And you're the only doctor I could get in today because you had a bunch of cancellations. Yeah. So they, I they told me I needed to bring proof. What's wrong? So I'm, I'm here with my um, container of bloody diarrhea. And here, here's some of my vomit. I, I, I've had intestinal issues all day. Okay, sure. Sure, this is poo-poo. Sure, this is bomb-bomb, right? Uh, it's not just some rice mixed up. Let's see, huh? <laughs> you just, you, you ate my... <laughs> oh my God, I just ate your poop. <laughs> you got it, in. I'm out. So come back, cut, cut to the HR uh, person yeah. talking to Dr. Monica. Um, Dr. Monica. I'm sorry. We understand this week has been really rough on you. <laughs> and we want all of our physicians, especially our first year physicians to thrive. But we're just getting all types of feedback. Um <laughs> And we really, we don't know what to do. This is, is the first time we've had good? this. I'm sorry? Is there like one good comment? You said good morning? I did. <laughs> that was great. That's the first step. And I'm sure your medical loans are really going to pay themselves off. <laughs> okay, what's happening to me? Oh, you're fired. <laughs> Is this a joke? Are you lying? <laughs> oh, man. Did Dr. Kevin put you up to this? There is no Dr. Kevin. Team? <laughs> I just like to say I don't think believers should be drinking. Hallelujah, brother. Hallelujah and amen. Thank yeah. you for being yeah. brave. Thank yeah. you. Testify. Testify. Thank now, 
Now, brother, you're talking about the demon alcohol, correct? As far as drinking alcohol, oh, right? Absolutely, I'm talking about so, alcohol. So like, like sacrificial Sacrificial blood is still good, right? We can still drink that. Listen, if your if your beverage is not a part of one of our old school religious customs, you got to get it out of here. Amen. If it's Amen. not a part Amen. of sacrament, I don't I don't see why you need it. Amen. Aloe vera juice, it's out of here. Coconut water, no, thank you. <laughs> no, no. Mm-mm. Claw, claw, get the claw out of here, brothers and sisters. I wanted a cup of coffee <laughs> this morning. Oh, thank oh, God! I wanted. Co- I mean, my goodness, I wanted coffee so bad this morning. Did you notice you were low energy doing praise and worship? Very low energy. I've not been sleeping. I have a new baby. Uh, yeah. But what do you what do you think I drank instead this morning? You what drank you the drink? blood of a child. You yes, drank I blood. did. Yes, child I blood. did. Child blood to pick you right on up. That'll do it. Amen. He blessed you with that baby. You better drink his blood. Amen. 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 You don't drink it all. Just a little bit. You don't take all the blood. Just a little bit. That's the best part. They just keep making more. That's right. That's right. Father Devin, what are we going to do factory. with the non-believers here, Father Devin? Well, <clears throat> traditionally, we're supposed to pray for our brethren and sistren who do not believe as we do. And we're also taught that we should yes. take care of everyone as our neighbors. Hmm. That means giving them shelter when they need somewhere to live and yes. giving them clothes yes. when they need some, some clothes on their back and, and feeding them when they're hungry. And, um, well, I offered them a great, great feast. I put them up in a place to stay until they got back on their feet. But um, they, they would not drink the blood. So I don't. I don't know what more we can do for them. These people just don't understand. They don't understand. You know what I wanted this afternoon? I was going to have the cup of green tea that before mm. joining this cult, I used to have no. every mm. day. I had, no. I went to the stove. I turned on the stove. Ooh, yeah. mm. I heated the water. It's getting yeah. hot in here. I had the tea bag. Oh, and you know what I did? Watch that tea bag. I threw it out the window. Why? Because I am saved. And then I drank some baby's blood. Yes. All right. right. I really hate to interrupt this wonderful flow all of you have. I think I'm in the wrong. I'm in the wrong meeting. Look at that woman. She's wearing a V-neck tee. (laughs) Yeah, I, I was coming for... Alcoholic Anonymous. Is that, think... a, is that a glass of kombucha? I think I'm just going to slip out. I apologize for interrupting. Slip out. You already have. Lock the door. You, no, you, you guys really keep doing your thing. I was never here. George, get the door before she I got oh, it. I got it. No, Doors no locked. Need to lock the door now. Bolton. Ma'am. No, no. Ma'am. Ma'am. What are you looking for? Uh, what are you here for? I came to the wrong damn Google Maps. Uh, I came, came to the here looking for something. What are you looking for? What do you need? What, you what, what is it? Well, actually, we know what I, you I wanted, need. I wanted to examine my relationship with alcohol. <laughs> and you, know what? you know what's better than alcohol, don't you? What's that? Blood is good. Baby blood. Blood. Baby blood. 
Baby blood. Baby blood. Come around. He's not alcoholic. Right here for you, sister. Take it. Just drink it. Just drink it. Do it. Kick that demon alcohol out. Throw away that blasphemous kombucha. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's a scene. (laughs) Okay, this is a sentence that came out of the phone. It says, the paint ensures the flame. Breaking news. I'm here at Burning Man, and everyone is dropping like flies. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. No one is coming to save the burning people today. I'm cutting to uh, Dan, who's in the field uh, right now, and he's, he's got a, a, a victim, we'll say. I'll let you be the judge, audience. It's very editorial anchor, anchoring. Uh, is, are these people victims, or are they the accomplices? Or vi- what's the opposite of a victim? Murderer, perpetrator, perpetrator, victim. Uh, thank you, thank you, Monica, for that. This is Dan. I am out in the field. I am extremely, extremely close to the Burning Man, uh, the Burning Man, Burning Man. And uh, <laughs> as you said, there are very many people that have gotten too close to the Burning Man and are now running around on fire, uh, like, like, like it's nothing. Um, which is quite odd because the authorities have not been called and we're basically out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, thank God for good satellite reception and network TV. Um, I am here with Devin, who is on fire. Uh, he told me his name is Devin prior to this, and I am going to stand you know, a couple feet away from him. And he is, he is on fire, and uh, <laughs> what he is telling me is that this has now become part of the festivities uh, this is the inaugural year, and this this is going to be what it's like going forward with Burning Man. Can, can you tell me? Uh, That's right. How, That's now right. you were you started this idea. Like, how did this idea of setting yourself on fire uh, come to pass uh, in, at Burning Man? Hey, man! Thanks, thanks. Listen, we decided if we're going to throw a festival, it has to be epic it has to be off the charts and it has to be different so i figure we're going to call ourselves burning man we better burn man so we decided <laughs> we have all these flame retardant products that were wearable as you see here these this is my flame retard dreadlocks retard uh, you know the word those dreadlocks uh you like light, light it up it burns all day you run around and party uh, we have some cufflinks. We have uh, some full-fledged um, pyrotechnic uh, sparklers that last 33 hours. Um, you know, whatever you need. We have glasses. We have condoms. Everything is. You light it up and you party, man. So you've really made a, a kind of an enterprise out of this. Uh, oh yeah. Did you think we we're just some crazy folks out here setting ourselves on fire, running around <laughs> like idiots? Uh, I kind, I kind of did. Yes, I kind of Dan, did. Dan, Dan, this just well, wait, in. You'll ask, uh, Devin, I've just got in that um, a few miles away over at Joshua Tree uh, National Park, they are setting not only themselves on fire, but everything in sight as a way to one up Burning Man. Uh, uh, not what, the Joshua Trees. Devin, what he thinks about that? 
Oh, Ultraman. I should ask Devin. Devin. You're with him, yes. Yeah, it sounds like you've got some. It sounds like you've got some competition. It sounds like the Joshua Tree is on fire. Uh, do you think that this will be a threat to your festival? Listen, man. There's always going to be posers out there and wannabes. I know that. I know the guy who does this Joshua Tree thing, man. Uh, it's a cool fest, but they're more chill out there. I didn't, you know, they're. They're a bunch of hippies who love nature. They they want to burn with the nature, which doesn't make sense to me. Um, I want to burn above the nature, you know? Oh, thank you, Dan. We're cutting over to Joe, who is in the field at Joshua Tree right now. Joe, do you have any uh, perpetrators over there with you right now? Uh, yes, Monica. Hi. Thank you so much. And uh, as you can see behind me, everything is a flame. It is a flame and a flutter. And uh, we are losing some major national parks here, all in the name of one-upmanship. Right now, the blame seems to be pointed at a gentleman named Devin uh, at the Burning Man. Uh, he seems to be the person that has incited this riot here. The police, the National Park Service, the fire department, they are all here. But people have flamethrowers. They are not letting anybody in. I got the last of the flame retardant suits, as you can see. And I am able, um, excuse me, I'm just going to walk through this. Pardon me. Uh, excuse me. Uh, sir, George, can you tell me why you think it is okay in Devin's name to burn Nature, could you just tell our, our listeners out there why you think that's okay? Absolutely. So listen, uh, we're in a really cool place right now, and we are really, really in tune with nature, uh, like on a chemical level, and uh, it, the flame brings a lot of purity. You know, it's like a thing where it's like you, you just have to burn all of the crap away, man, and just get in tune with what is left, just ashes and the burning of fire, man. But Devin is like, has absolutely lifted us up and we want to take it higher, make the flame go higher and higher. Uh, okay, thank you, George. He is clearly on some kind of drug. Monica, yeah. I see the helicopter overhead. I don't know if you have an eye in the sky, but I will throw it back to you if there is someone that we could talk to that is not this insane. Yes, please be me. careful, Joe. He seems unstable. Uh, Quite. Yes, we do, in fact, have an eye in the sky catching both fires happening in California right now. That's Lisa up in the helicopter. Lisa, how are you up there? Hi. Yes, I am up here high in the sky watching the flames engulf these priceless national monuments, really these treasures to humanity. From my vantage point, this looks like a very, very sad day for everyone involved. All I can say is this is terrible. That's it. <laughs> it really sucks, Monica. <laughs> I just saying that if I had been in the helicopter, I'd probably. I don't know. Well, there's a reason one of us is in the helicopter and one of us is in the ground. <laughs> one of us is dating the network head and one of us isn't. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, I thought we were going to be professional on air. I don't know what that even means anymore in this network. <laughs> oh, this just in here in the network. There's a little dog. He says his name is Beefy. 
and he has a lot of dynamite strapped to him. I don't know how this is going to go, you guys. But that's our time. Thank you, California, for watching. Burning men, burning men. <laughs> Nice. Hey, that's it. We're out of time. Uh, you've been listening to the Basic Plus Plus podcast. I am Dan. We got George and Joe and Devin and Lisa and special guest Monica. Hey. Thanks for joining Thank you, us today. Um, if you want to uh, hear more of these, we're starting to get kind of a back uh, a back catalog going on uh, at Basic Ooh. Plus Plus TX. Uh, it's on what? iTunes and it's on Spotify. Um, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Listen to listen to the other ones. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, we're basic yes. plus plus. We out. Bye. 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 Bye.